the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dear friends in Christ, in the cemetery in Hanover, Germany, there is a tomb which is known as the Geöffnetsnest Grab. And that in English means opened grave. And it's a tomb of a noble woman. Her name is Henrietta von Ruling. And she died in 1782. This picture is from 1900. There's already an iron fence around it. Her sepulcher, it's uh, really immense. It's constructed of heavy stone. And it's a large and imposing tombstone that's resting on it. And the stone bears an inscription that's written in German. And it's translated as follows. It says, This tomb, bought for eternity, may never be opened. Let me repeat that. This tomb, bought for eternity, may never be opened. Well, in spite of the inscription there, Fra Henrietta's strongly fortified tomb has, in fact, been opened. Shortly after her burial, there was a birch tree that germinated underneath the tomb area, the base of the slab of the mountain. And over the years, it grew taller and wider. And slowly but steadily, the tree's roots and its trunk forced its way, and it raised the tombstone, and it opened the grave. So despite the claim of the inscription to never be opened, well, the tomb is now known as the opened grave. Its inscription forbidding entrance into that tomb, those are strictly words in vain right now. Well, almost 2,000 years ago, there was another tomb that was made as secure as possible. And it was just outside of the city of Jerusalem. Every precaution was taken to prevent entrance into it. That sepulcher had been chiseled within solid stone, and there was a heavy boulder that was placed at the opening. There was a detachment of soldiers there who were placed at the graveside in order to protect against any tampering that would possibly happen. And finally, there was even a seal bearing the authority of the government that was stretched across the entrance of that tomb to prevent any movement of the boulder. Undoubtedly, it was as secure as a tomb was as possible. And yet, only 36 hours about after that Palestinian tomb had been secured, it was discovered open. The boulder had been removed from the entrance. The guards were gone. The seal, it lay broken on the ground. And most significant of all, the lifeless body that was once entombed there was missing. All the security preparations had been in vain. And the sepulcher was now empty. The fact that the tomb of Jesus of Nazareth was empty took everyone by surprise. It surprised the women who were arriving at the tomb because they were going to place those ointments on the body of Jesus, on that dead body. It had surprised the soldiers who were like, they probably thought it was even foolish to guard a, a dead man's tomb. But now, when an angel of the Lord rolled the stone away and sat on it, Matthew's Gospel says that the guards were so afraid 
that they shook and became like dead men. And it surprised the Jewish priests as well. When the chief priests had met with the elders and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money, telling them, you're to say his disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. And if this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. And so the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story has been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. And that's when Matthew had written those words in the gospel, and we could say that even today as well. It even surprised Jesus' disciples. They were stubbornly refusing to believe that startling news of the resurrection as they were told by the women. Everyone was surprised at the dramatic turn of events here in which Jesus rose from the dead. And also in this surprising turn of events, that empty tomb of Christ, God had snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. And his great mercy to his dearly loved people was demonstrated in the resurrection of our Lord. But that wasn't the first time that God had really waged a last-minute victory. The Old Testament reading that we have from Exodus 15 depicts another battle scene. Here we have got those Israelites who have been in slavery. They're fleeing the Egyptians. They had become trapped now. Because on one side, you've got Pharaoh's army who's coming after them from all sides. And you've got the Red Sea with all those waters there in front of them. Before Pharaoh can give the command to his army to swoop in for that slaughter, he gloats over his impending victory. And we saw in Exodus that it says that the enemy said, I'll pursue, I'll overtake, I'll divide the spoil, and my desire shall have its fill of them. I'll draw my sword and my hand shall destroy them. And yet what seemed to be an inevitable success for the enemy, God is the one who works the surprise. And in the face of utter defeat of God's people, well, the Lord pulls off a victory. We know that he makes the sea into dry land. And they're able to go across it. As Exodus says, the waters had piled up and the flood stood up in a heap. Well, in God's great surprise, he had delivered his people to safety by enabling them to escape to the other side of the sea. He did that on dry land. And moreover, God destroyed his opponents too. As those Egyptian forces, they were pursuing on that same dry land, and then God, who had had his hand up there basically to hold those waters in place, he withdrew his hand. And we know that those waters had drowned the Egyptians. It collapsed on them. And then this surprising turn of events at the Red Sea, God once again snatched victory over the jaws of defeat. And here God, in his great mercy, to his dearly loved people, it was demonstrated by delivering them through the sea. Well, centuries after God's deliverance of those people of his own through the sea, the enemy once again boasted of victory. Like Pharaoh of old, Satan is the one who gloated over his conquest at the cross. When Jesus died and his body was laid in the tomb, well, Satan and his demons... They celebrated. They celebrated really what they thought was an apparent triumph because the prince of darkness thought that he had delivered 
the final victory blow against Jesus when Christ's body was laid in that tomb. The devil seemed to have successfully accomplished that power of death against the Messiah. But then, the God of surprises, well, he turned the tables on Satan. And from those very clutches of death, Jesus overcame death and hell. The apparent victim became the true victor. He who was dead is now alive again. And Jesus, before he was raised on that first day of the week, he was alive in spirit. And that's why we share in the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed as far as that he descended into hell. He didn't go down to suffer at that point, like Satan's holding on to him. No, Jesus went down in victory. And it says in the words of Peter that he preached to those in the prison there, those souls that were already in hell. And Jesus is saying, yes, I have overcome. I am the victor even over Satan. The Apostle Peter also declared to those who had witnessed Christ's resurrection, they said in Acts 2 that God had raised him up, loosing the pangs of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. Satan tries his hardest to shackle Jesus, to shackle him in death, and to keep Jesus permanently in its grip. But when Christ had completely disarmed the devil, well, he burst forth triumphantly as we sang from that three-day prison. Jesus emerged victorious. He is the one who proclaimed, I died And behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and Hades. In the surprising turn of events in the spiritual realm now, God is the one who once again snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. And God, in his great mercy to his dearly loved people, well, that was demonstrating Jesus conquering over sin, the death itself, and Satan. But the most really wondrous surprise of all is the fact that God's victory is ours as well. Christ shares his victory over death with us. That's why you're here this morning. That's why you woke up early. It's because you know what happened. God's victory over Pharaoh and the Red Sea, that meant deliverance for his people Israel. And God's ultimate victory over Satan, well, that really means deliverance for us. God's surprise came when he had used the waters of the Red Sea to deliver his people and destroy his enemies. And that surprise continues today because he still uses water. He uses the waters of baptism. And that delivers us from the grasp of Satan and our sin. The Apostle Paul, he describes how this happens in the sixth chapter of Romans. He says, we were buried, therefore, with Jesus by baptism into death. In order that as Christ was raised from the dead to the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. Christ's resurrection is not only history, and it's not just his story, but it's also our story. As believers who are baptized in Christ, You and I share identity with Christ in his death and resurrection. Just as death has no longer any control over Jesus, 
so it no longer terrorizes us either, we who are in Christ by faith. We're no longer condemned by sin. That's why Jesus paid that price for us. The penalty of sin is death, but it was paid for by a risen Lord. And therefore, we who are members of Christ's body, the church, we share in the conquering over death of, that Christ did for us. And how do we do that? We do it by the mercy of God. We are the beneficiaries of his victory over the forces of darkness. And when Jesus had emerged from the state of death, and he claimed to have the keys even to Hades, he did so for our salvation and also for our future resurrection. Because one day, we too will be raised after this life. And we'll be raised to a new life forever. By his mercy, we share in an everlasting triumph. In the surprising turn of events, those events of Easter, God shares his eternal victory with us. His great mercy to his dearly loved people, it's demonstrated that he makes us co-heirs with Christ in the resurrection of life. There was an Easter morning where a class of seven-year-olds had gathered for Sunday school. And the teacher, she ended up narrating that story of Jesus' resurrection. And in order to engage the students, the teacher asked this question. What do you think was Jesus' first word when he came out of the tomb? Well, a girl raised her hand, and the teacher called on her, and she jumped up on her feet, and she stretched out her arms, and she said, Surprise! Jesus' first word was surprise! Well, that girl, she knew the essence of Easter. It is God's greatest surprise. It's a victory surprise. And because Christ rose on Easter, Jesus will one day raise us from the dead in the final judgment. And it will be a jubilant one with surprises of resurrection. So I, I say to you, in case you didn't already know it, surprise! Jesus Christ is risen! Alleluia. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all of our understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, who is our Lord and Savior. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.